Today's show is sponsored by Hawkeye Cricket Systems, the only leg before wicket system where Alan Alder makes all the decisions. <laughs> Love that. Like that. Okay, you can have that one. Well done. <laughs> Hello, you're listening to The Technical Difficulties. I'm Tom Scott. Joining me in Matt's living room today, he reads books you know. It's Chris Joel. Gallus Foe. Everybody's favourite, Gary Brannan. Gary Brannan. I don't know if you've noticed, but the boiler is full of owl poo. <laughs> and the bounciest man on the internet, Matt Gray. Legs before thicket. The way the show works is very simple. In front of me, I have a deck of classic trivia question cards. And by classic, I mean they're from 1984. I'm going to read out an answer. All you have to do is guess the question. Right answers get you a point and a ding. And's also a prize for particularly good answers, which is... Mystery Biscuits! Oh yeah! So your first answer is... De Margot Fontaine. What was Finchley! the name... Finchley! <laughs> oh, what was the name of my ex-girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> what, who, who was the dame... I, I don't know if I, there was to be a fair, man I don't... with it. I don't think anyone's actually going to get this. Character in a book? No, well, well, someone she was a ballet dancer, an opera singer or something, was she not? Oh, she was. You don't have to know the TV series she introduced, do you? Margot Fontaine's Gunge Tank Spectacular <laughs> with Sooty. <laughs> I mean, it's actually called The Magic of Dance, but frankly, yours sounds <laughs> both stranger and more watchable. Yeah. <laughs> Ballet dancing slapstick. <laughs> That's the way forward. Is she still going? Can we, can we get her on the phone? I think in order... Probably not, and no. <laughs> okay, Len Goodman's fun house it is then. <laughs> oh. Next up then, a pouch. Kangaroos! <laughs> what? Kangaroos! Uh, yes. Oh, oh good one. Uh, I'm going to need Babies. two other things, two other creatures that have a pouch. I mean, I'll take Wallaby. a Wallaby and a... Um, Koala? No, no. Not, not all of these are marsupials. Seahorse. Yes, there we go. Point. I'm going to give that to Chris. What do a kangaroo, an anteater, and a seahorse have in common? Yeah. And Bruce Forsyth, but that's a trade secret. <laughs> <laughs> that's one for only those in the business. He only keeps him there. Were his originals. <laughs> <laughs> he shares them out. No one takes them. He can't understand why. <laughs> Would you like a mucusy Werther's original? No, thanks, Bruce. <laughs> Coming soon on Len Goodman's Funhouse. <laughs> oh, Bruce Forsyth's mucusy patch. <laughs> That's so unpleasant. Nice to see you. <laughs> Not to see you. Mucus <laughs> <laughs> E. Pouch sounds like it should be a name of a cartoon character. Well, oh, I was blues guitarist Mucus E. Pouch. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. Of I was going to say it's the Mr. Blobby replacement on Len Gunman's Funhouse. Oh. Oh. Who's replacing the twins? Uh, well, right now I've got Tess Daly and Bruce Forsyth as the twins, and that's not a good... <laughs> oh. The oh. girls? They... The thing is, you've named something that could actually happen there. Yeah. Uh, That's like saying Keith Lemon would be chief presenter with Paddy McGuinness as a hilarious roving reporter. Yeah. Oxymoron. <laughs> what, Paddy McGuinness and hilarious? Or... Yes. Right. <laughs> Your next one, then. On the moon. Oh, oh yes. How can you improve <laughs> yeah. anything? Any event? We've talked about this before. Anything can be improved by putting on the moon. On the moon or it. on ice on, on or fire. at night. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. So on the moon. Mm. <laughs> it's uh, uh, Len Goodman's. <laughs> <laughs> That's where is Len, Len Goodman's, Goodman's Funhouse fun presented set. from? That's yeah. where we should put Keith Lemon and Paddy McGuinness. 
Yeah, with no helmets no equipment. on. I mean, I've heard of not giving someone the oxygen of publicity, but that's ridiculous. <laughs> just just edging to not giving them oxygen is taking yeah. a piss, really, isn't it? Give them piss. Yeah. A face mask of piss. <laughs> Breathe this, Lemon. Oh, wow. <laughs> What's this? This has gone a bit dark. This is went a bit sore-like there. Ma- rather than, you know, Matt actual... Gray's revenge mask of piss, really, isn't it? <laughs> On the moon. That's, that's like Apollo Apollo 17 or something comes down. It's like, right, we've, we've got the oxygen tank. Oh, God. <laughs> Not again. One of these tanks is just over the, over the, you know, the, the radio from Earth. One of these tanks is filled with air, the other with neat piss. <laughs> There's only one way to find out, gentlemen. Helmets on. Helmets on. Oh, do you remember UFO? With yes. The, with the aliens. Uh, with the, with the uh, helmets that were full of piss. Yes. It turns out, yeah. References. They <laughs> won't get. And yeah. Matt don't get. You tilt your head so your nose just... Oh. I'm going to fall over and I pray it's backwards. You know what I'm <laughs> Shampoo, you... sir. <laughs> no, just shampoo. <laughs> very, oh, you... very likely, if I turn upside down, uh, it's not. It's not shampoo. It is, in fact, real poo. Oh, oh shampoo! You go back into zero gravity. <laughs> I just sort of blobs. Oh, right. oh, oh. <laughs> floating blobs of piss in Keith Lemon's spacesuit. I'm fairly sure, and that that's the title of my autobiography. On some space shuttle mission, that has happened when the toilet tank has failed. Well, slightly. no, you do, it's, you you piss into a vacuum in space. Yeah, but there was a, there was one special yeah. mission where that failed. And they had to be incredibly careful. Well, they, they have they... to be incredibly careful anyway, because yeah, they yeah. a very small tube to, to piss and into, so yeah. it happens daily. I, I do love the fact that, like, in the early space shuttle missions, um, when they had to sort of sit down, weren't able to move the day or two to get up there, um, they had to wear, like, condoms with holes in the end, tubes on, so they could yeah. be. yeah. They had three sizes, small, medium, and large. <laughs> and no one picked anything than large, so they changed it to large, Giant and humongous. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, before that, they just had to do it in the suit, didn't they? Yes. yes. Yeah, space nappies. Yeah. Well, no, I think on the first one, they didn't even think of a yeah, nappy because um, they didn't expect mm. he was going to be in the capsule that long, Alan Shepard. So. Alan mm. Shepard, yeah, he, he had so many holds that he was lying down on his back. And he's like, seriously, guys, turn off the oxygen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going Because he thought piss. he'd be straight up and back down. It was, only, it was almost kind of, do we need to give him a nappy or anything to piss into? Nah, it's only going to be up five minutes. It'll yeah, be fine. Bit. And so after two hours of waiting on the launch pad, he just had to go, didn't he? Hands up who's reading a book on the Mercury yeah, space stuff. No, I'm right not. Now. I, that was just a gen- <laughs> genuine fact I knew. Um, 15 minute ballistic mission, four hours of holds. He pissed himself because he needed to But piss. can you imagine the fact you've been black? You are the, the first American to be blasted into space. You're on your way up. You've got that vista. You're into the joy of zero gravity. And the only thing you're thinking is, Are I've had to piss? piss myself to do this. <laughs> yeah, um, Riding Rockets by Mike Mullane. Is right over book, your shoulder. Yeah, it's a book filled with. Wonderful stories like that. Uh, anyway, on the moon, gents, is what we're looking for. Right? Where is the Sea of Tranquility? Oh, now. You're nearly getting there, but it's not the Sea of Tranquility. Sea of Despair? Can't. No, the Marsh of Decay. <laughs> oh. Um, Hello. What is another name for Birmingham? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was... Go for it. Uh, it wasn't there. Oh, right. There wasn't a thing. <laughs> There's just a fear in your eyes now of... It went. <laughs> <laughs> what if I had other thoughts in the past? <laughs> yeah. what if and they've I, gone. <laughs> what if I knew how to, I don't know, get to the moon on a cup of egg or something? <laughs> one day, cup that, of egg? 
Excellent choice of fuel there, Branners. <laughs> mm, scramble rocket. <laughs> it's, just, this is... it's just this giant rocket that's just throwing scrambled eggs out the back. <laughs> Feed the world, go to space. Where's the downside? <laughs> the eggy smell. <laughs> would you want to be... Downwind the... in Florida. It's would you good. want to be the first astronaut on a guff-powered rocket? <laughs> As long as I didn't have to come back. Because that's just as long as I'm not below it. This is the fact. You're it. the best person in the world at that point because you're above it. Yes. <laughs> you're about to blast an incredible... And you've but got you're a helmet the... on with your own oxygen supply. Yep. Chuff away is what I'd say. <laughs> but you're the one with the singed arse hair. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. no. I, was thinking, well, I wasn't actually thinking of literally farting myself into space, but I'm, I'm sure it could be done. <laughs> I'm no scientist, but I'm sure they work abundantly clear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure those boys at NASA are working on it as we speak. A flap in the back of your space suit. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, boom. Obviously. <laughs> your next one then. Sand. Name a sexy beach element. No, no, the opposite. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. That that is not only the wrong answer on my card; it's wrong in fact. What if you? Is there a name for if you're attracted to sand? Silicophile. Yeah. Sand. Gary, they're going straight for the Latin route. That'd be sand bus, surely, if it was the Latin route. That's the Doncaster route. Depends whether it's a declension or not. You would be bloody declenting if you were. And some sand, let me tell you. Sand. So basically, you're looking for sand. That's the if answer. If you had a load of shells in a car crash, what would you be left with? Oh, a sad scene, really, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Name an ingredient for concrete or cement or something. Oh, you're very close. It's glass. an ingredient. Yes. Very quietly into the mic there. The main ingredient in glass is sand. Who the hell worked that out? It's one of those things that can never work out. I imagine there was some sand and someone had a fire and there was this stuff that was left over, right? I can understand that someone might have come across the idea. But who the frig decided this would look dead good plugging that hole in my wall? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I think once you've made the stuff, it kind of makes sense. You have... A wall, you want light, but you don't want the wind to come through. You go like, oh, look at this see-through stuff that we accidentally made last night by leaving the sandcastles next to the barbecue. (laughs) Barbecue. (laughs) The barbecue, which we assume they had. The sand invented by the Australians? Yes. Yes, Matt. (laughs) Almost certainly. And it put some sand on the barbie. (laughs) (laughs) What is it with tech there for me always doing Australian accents? But it's like milking a cow who was the first person to try and milk a cow. Who went up to a cow, got hold of them, and then put it to their mouth and went... I'm going to taste this. <laughs> Some other blokes going, no, I did that with that with that ball over there. Oh. That was not, it's a terrible in my tea, but excellent on my toast. Um. Oh, oh, God. Brannon brand man jam. <laughs> Cow jam. Bull jam. Space jam. Ma- <laughs> jam from space. I think we're looking for the jizz from space, to be honest. So jam from space is just the blob. I think the jizz from space is the Andromeda strain, isn't it? Andromeda stain, surely. <laughs> oh, the Andromeda stain. You've got this spacesuit filthy... <laughs> we're getting back to Alan Shepard and his <laughs> launch into space. I mean, we didn't explore this before, but he's a man alone for four hours. <laughs> Someone out there is the first person to in space. Would you own up to it? No, they might do it as part of an experiment. That's even worse. Imagine, you're already in zero, you know, you're in zero G, you're in an entirely hostile environment beyond the confines of your spaceship, and you're being told by some bloke on the ground to on command. You know what the other part is that is Newton's laws. Every yeah. action has an equal and opposite reaction. You will very slowly start to move out of the space you're in. 
<laughs> so Sunblock is bouncing Fury. around a space shuttle cabin, desperately trying to rub one out in the name of science. <laughs> well, I assume he has some vacuum-based receptacle for catching this. Oh, oh. While, in a small environment, either everybody busies themselves <laughs> with whatever task they have and pretends not to notice. That's what happens on the British space mission. Yes. Or basically, <laughs> everyone just looks away for as long as possible. Or if, if you're on the American one, they applaud afterwards. It's just... <laughs> Play the anthem, salute the flag. <laughs> when you say salute the flag. <laughs> the as flag it's lowered. <laughs> Houston, we have a problem. Did you say Houston? Because I think you just said Houston. <laughs> That's Freudian, isn't it? <laughs> Your next one, then, Croquet. It sounds like a description for a game that's merely all right. Croquet. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the best game with balls and hammers I've ever played, but, you know, it's in it's in the top three. <laughs> Is it about whacking bulls? It's in arts and literature. Knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Called it. Uh, you may as well take it. Uh, flamingos, Queen Hearts. Yep. Absolutely oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Alice yeah, in Wonderland. Whichever one of those is actually in the question. You know, there's there's loads of games like obsolete-ish games like Croquet. Cub. Did you ever play Cub? Yes. When you were in yes. York. No. Which is... I'm, I can't remember how to explain Cub it. Is, Cub is a Norse game where you stand up a number of sort of quite big square pegs on either side of a sort of square pitch with a dividing line. And then you have a runner's baton sort of a thing. Yeah. Which you hoy at them in an effort to knock them down. Why am I seeing a Saturday night um, game show version of this in a gigantic studio with celebrities as the pegs? <laughs> obviously, obviously presented by Keith Lemon. As yeah, obviously. He hasn't already drowned in piss. <laughs> 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 Keith Lemon and his piss-filled space helmet. <laughs> That's not a euphemism. In fact, Keith Lemon's piss-filled space helmet actually sounds like a brilliant format for ITV too. <laughs> no, I can see this. And, and rather than sort of chucking up baton at them. You've no, I'm thinking of chucking an actual baton at the cast of Hollyoaks. Oh no, I'm thinking massive, <laughs> Is that massive like ball launcher with compressed air. Yeah. <laughs> boom, boom. Sorry, can you not say the word ball launcher and then do a humping motion? Especially when you're spreading your legs like that. What's the humping motion? Tom's grabbing the controls of a ball launcher. Hey, ladies, do you want to grab the controls of my ball launcher? You just moved it from uh, ITV1 to ITV2. Um, (laughs) I've completely forgotten where we were there. Croquet. Oh, yes. I had one. Yes, you had. So your next one, 1001. 1,002. 1,003. Welcome to the numbers show. <laughs> <laughs> With Keith f***ing Leonard. In a helmet full of piss. Whee! <laughs> ah. I think oh, you just... That's brilliant. I've got this cartoon version of him. The helmet full of piss. Making a... So, whee! <laughs> whee! I think you've got the opening titles there, haven't you? <laughs> Keith Lemon and his helmet full of piss. Yeah. <laughs> if you are Keith Lemon, do get in touch. There's these and many further ideas for your Saturday night entertainment career. Oh dear. One thousand and one. Oh no, it's not Arabian Nights, is it? Yes. Yes. Oh, is it? Bingo! Straight in. How wow. many nights are there in Arabian Nights? There you go. Congratulations, Gary. You win that show. Uh, you've won a discount voucher for uh, Barry White's discount tights. So, uh, <laughs> good luck with that. Uh, Where's he got them from? (laughs) Do hope your lady enjoys that. With that, we say goodbye to Chris Joel. Goodbye. Gary Brennan. Let's get it on. Matt Gray. Au revoir. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next time. Good night. And we're done.